This is an RNZ podcast. Political reporters are always interested in any big-name politician quitting, preferably a scandal-hit cabinet minister. But there hasn't been one of those in a while, so they had to make do this past fortnight with Louisa Wall, an MP who's realised she'd never be a cabinet minister and was happy to tell the media all about it. In an interview for last weekend's Herald, headlined, It's Unforgivable, the real reason Louisa Wall quit politics, senior political correspondent Audrey Young said, Louisa Wall is grieving, there's no mistaking that. And Louisa Wall put her grievances on the record in the Herald about being deposed as Labour's Manurewa candidate back in 2020. And Audrey Young's account in the Weekend Herald made Louisa Wall's supposedly shocking departure seem not that surprising at all. Louisa Wall did a deal with Labour to give up the fight for her seat for a winnable place on the party list, on the understanding that she would retire during this term when a suitable job came up. And that suitable job just came up, Pacific Gender Equality Ambassador with MFAT. And Louisa Wall told the Herald last weekend she was keen. Being an ambassador in the Pacific focused on inequalities and the empowerment of women and girls and also how we can better support civil society in their support of our LGBTIQ plus whānau uh, will provide, I think, a really good uh, next career for me in many ways. Well, so far, everybody seemed happy. But when TVNZ's Jack Tame trekked to Wall's Manurewa home for a chat on camera last weekend, Louisa Wall sheeted her grievances home right to the top. The Prime Minister told me she, I would never be in her cabinet. They were messages, probably not so subtle, uh, that it wasn't just she didn't want me in her cabinet. She was obviously very clear that she didn't want me in her caucus. News Hub that night called it a parting shot at the Prime Minister, while Stuff said that she broke ranks and was an MP who refused to know her place in the party. But TVNZ's One News that night didn't run Louisa Wall's comments about the Prime Minister in their news at all. And the next day, that intrigued News Talk ZB host Andrew Dickens and political editor Barry Soper. Didn't make it to the One News for some reason, known only to the One News editing um, people. Um, well, I understand it didn't make it to the news last night, which I find absolutely extraordinary, uh, is because uh, it was one-sided. It was Louisa Wall's word uh, not against the Prime Minister because she hadn't reacted to it at that stage. And one would have thought that, um, you know, this was a pretty significant revelation. In the Herald the next day, Barry Soper said that all this showed that Jacinda Ardern needs to learn how to deal with talent and potential trouble. And in this, he was echoed by his ZB colleague Andrew Dickens. As the polls fall and the lower place list MPs start to lose their jobs, we'll see more cracks appearing in the public facade of the Labour Party. Well, maybe we will, and it is possible there are divisions in the government and the Labour Party that the public doesn't really know about. But, as we've heard, Louisa Walls was a managed exit, with Wall herself part of the management of it. And no one else has followed her out the door or even leaked any hint of displeasure about her treatment to anyone in the media. Now, in the Herald, Barry Soper did say that one cabinet minister had sought him out at a social function recently to enlighten him about disharmony in the ranks. But evidently, that wasn't newsworthy enough for Barry Soper to enlighten the ZB audience about at the time, or even now, after Louisa Wall's supposedly unsettling exit, except for that vague hint. Now, elsewhere in the Herald that same day, political correspondent Claire Trevette pointed out that Louisa Wall didn't actually criticise or condemn Jacinda Ardern for anything. She simply set out what she believed had happened, Trevette said, and then accepted Ardern's decision not to put her in Cabinet. 
However, there was another opportunity this week for more of those parting shots that parts of the media seem to be hoping for. Have you written your valedictory? I'm writing it, Mike. <laughs> Is it, what's it full of? Fireworks? No. And ZB's Mike Hosking wasn't the only one hoping for fireworks in Parliament last Thursday. But on the Herald's daily podcast, The Front Page, last Thursday, Claire Trevette told host Damien Venuto, don't get your hopes up. Can we expect any fireworks from her valedictory speech this afternoon? Will Parliament TV be must-see viewing this evening? Well, I'd watch and see just in case, but I suspect that Louisa is now done with all of that. But as it turns out, Louisa Wall did have a big dig at the Labour Party and those who were running that controversial Mararewa selection. And that did make TVNZ's One News on Thursday. Speaking a short time ago, she used the opportunity to apologise to her local Manurewa members for what she called unconstitutional actions by the party during the 2020 election campaign. The way they were treated in order to punish me is reprehensible and it is as a result of that corrupt process that I'm standing to deliver my valedictory statement today. Now if there was a significant story in all of this, it wasn't really about personal and political relationships or even fairness or tolerance of dissent. And ZB's Andrew Dickens was actually onto it. It is also telling that a position was magicked up out of thin air for Louisa Wall to give us some honour and resignation. And I never liked the use of taxpayers' money to facilitate removing an enemy of the Prime Minister. Smacks of a cavalier attitude towards our hard-earned tax dollars. And later, Lisa Owen was on to it too on RNZ's Checkpoint. Checkpoint can reveal outgoing Labour MP Louisa Wall will earn up to $210,000 in her new role as a gender equality ambassador, a job that was not advertised. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade has confirmed the fixed-term two-year role was created last month and filled by direct appointment. So what were the KPIs for this particular new job? When was it all signed off? By whom? And when? Now, similar questions were asked in 2014 when MP Shane Jones was suddenly appointed to a new MFAT role as New Zealand's Ambassador for Pacific Economic Development. But the genesis and terms and conditions of Louisa Wall's exit opportunity were not canvassed at all in 21 minutes of TBNZ's Q&A interview last weekend and Mike Hosking's amiable eight-minute exit interview on News Talk ZB last Tuesday or in much of the other comment speculating about personality clashes and possible cracks in government unity. Now this week, even critics and opponents of Louisa Wall gave her credit for punching human rights reforms through Parliament in her 14 years there. And one bill she leaves behind is something that the media should be more interested in, one for extending protection of journalist sources to investigative journalists. Now that's at the select committee stage and will be taken over by new MP Ingrid Leary. But the only media mention of that since Louisa Wall's exit was in the Herald's interview by senior political correspondent Audrey Young last weekend, the one with the headline, It's Unforgivable.